following is a KBVR sports presentation. Welcome everybody, you are listening to Beaver Basketball on KBVR Corvallis. We are here at the legendary Gill Coliseum. My name is Brad Whitman, alongside me is Ryan Harlan. We are hosting the big matchup between the Oregon State Beavers and the Washington State Cougars. I gotta ask you, Ryan, it's a great night. The atmosphere here in Gill Coliseum is great. How do you think this match is gonna play out? First off, it's a great night for basketball here, Brad. Uh, always a great night to be sitting alongside you. Uh, I think this matchup is gonna be a great one here. Uh, crowd is filling in as, as we're speaking, and I think we're going to have a, some great Pac-12 play here on this Friday evening. I mean, I do have to agree. I mean, these two teams both doing very well so far. The Cougars currently setting in on 11-4 overall, the Beavers 10-6. and six. So it's going to be a tough one, but of course the Cougars, they are projected to win. We do have some stats was that they are looking very very solid they do have a lot of height on their team as well they seem to be more more accurate with their field goal shooting with their three-point shooting they've had a lot of blocks this season as well they work very efficiently as a team what do you think the Beavers are gonna have to do to combat all that pressure I think it's just gonna be uh, being dominant in the post and that's gonna start with Reagan Beers uh, freshman forward as the Beavers here come out but as I was saying, it's like I think she's going to be the one to be, you know, that presence inside the post there for the Beavers scoring those points inside the paint. Uh, she currently leads all freshmen in double-doubles with 10 on the season right now. Uh, has earned three Pac-12 Freshman of the Week honors along with two back-to-back -back consecutive honors. So, you know, people, people are noticing right now. And as I think that's going to be the big deal to, you know, combat that uh, post defense there from – Washington State. Yeah, the 6-2 forward out of Littleton, Colorado. She's been doing a lot of work as of late for the Beavers, have led them to a lot of great victories. Of course, another name you're going to hear a lot about when we talk about Oregon State's women's basketball team, Talia von Olhoff, and she's always been doing a ton of work 
has set some PRs for herself in point scoring this season. It has been doing very, very well for the Beavs. Of course, Washington State, they've got a very packed roster as well. Of course, some very, very tall women on that team. A couple 6'3", 6'2s. They're going to be looking to make a lot of work. And I got to I gotta tell you, Ryan, we were looking at this roster earlier on. We saw that they have a lot of international players on this team. Yeah, there's very few... Um players from the United States here and I think a lot of them probably have experience playing overseas and competitions a little different uh, versus there when you compare it to here but nonetheless should be should still be an exciting matchup to get some of that experience here playing in the Pac-12 conference. Yeah I believe their projected starting five none of those five are from the United States I believe they're looking at Tara Wallach who is from South Surrey Canada I believe they're also looking at Charlize Ledger Walker from New Zealand, uh, Ula, Ula Motoga, she's from Australia. We have Joanna Tedder, she's from Estonia. And of course, Bella Murakatete, she is from Rwanda. So a lot of international players coming out for Washington State, but it seemed to do them a lot of good this season. Seems to be, and I, I assume that they're gonna keep that trend going or try to keep that trend going here tonight. Uh, speaking of uh, players, uh, Oregon State gets one of theirs uh, for her debut, uh, her Oregon State debut. Tamia Gardner will start, or at least will play, rather, I should say, uh, tonight's game uh, against Washington State. She'll be making her Oregon State debut. Uh, Tamia Gardner, uh, first game this season, and basically a McDonald's All-American recruit. Um, was part of the under-16 USA basketball gold medal team in 2019 in the FIBA tournament um, so she's one of the basically the coveted recruits here in the uh, 2022 class and uh, excited to see her tonight make her debut um, after not starting the season yeah she does have some of the height on Oregon State's roster she's standing at six foot three out of Utah of course the the only the taller player on Oregon State's roster who does look to be starting Yelena Mitrovic setting of course at six nine from Serbia she's also been doing a lot of work in the paint for the Beavers and I'm expecting that to continue on a lot more here tonight. Looks like there's no changes here for the starting lineup for Oregon State and and even for Washington State as well. So we'll, we have our starters for we have our starters for for tonight's game. Yeah, and with that, we are going to go to a quick break, and when we come back, we will get started with the start of this game between Washington State Cougars and the Oregon State Beavers. This is KBVR Corvallis hosting Beaver Basketball. We'll be right back. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Calling all musicians. I repeat, calling all musicians. Are you a musician? 
you want your music played on KBVR's airwaves? Well, so do we. Our station is always looking for new ways to support artists. And what better way than letting our listeners hear your voice? Contact the KBVR music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to get your music on the radio. You rock, so let's let everybody know it. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home, Opportunity, Planning, and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. 你会不会对播放或者拍戏有兴趣？那就赶快来参观一下OSU的Orange Media Network或者OMN。OMN所在SEC的第四楼，SEC的大楼就是在OSU photography your passion or something that you like to do for fun? OMN is looking for photographers to help capture breaking news, cover sporting events, and tell the stories of the people here in the greater Corvallis community. Any photography skill level is accepted and welcomed. For more information on the photo team, visit orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. That's orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. Welcome back, everyone, to Beaver Basketball on KBVR Corvallis. We are getting set and ready for tip-off in about eight minutes here. We're just going to do some more breakdown, of course. Oregon State, if we didn't repeat the starting roster before, it looks like they're bringing out Shalexis, Aaron, Bendu Yaney, Noel Manin, Reagan Beers, and, of course, Talia von Olhoffen. That's a pretty stacked starting lineup that we've seen, Ryan. Do you think that they're going to come out and really try and dominate early? They're going to try to dominate early, but Yelena Mitrovic is in the starting lineup. Oh, my God. Yeah, no worries. Um, but, yeah, I think they're going to try to go for that size, at least try to match up as best as they can with the size advantage that they have. Um, and like you were saying earlier before before break, that uh, the Washington State starting lineup is all all international international students. So Tara Wallach, Charlize Ledger-Walker, Johanna Tedder, Ula Mutuga, Bella Murakate. Um, so all international students for this one. So should be an exciting matchup, especially with I think the height is going to play the biggest factor here and uh, how successful the Beavers can be here early on in the first quarter. Yeah, I think everyone here in Guild Coliseum is, is expecting this one to be a very, very close matchup. And I'm expecting the Beavers to try and dominate early from the paint. Of course, try and use Yelena Mitrovic to really gain that height advantage. Of course, no one really on this court can really stand up to Mitrovic. I mean, once again, she is standing at six foot nine inches. The only woman on the court who's going to be able to combat that from Washington State will most likely be Bella Murakatete, who is standing at six foot three, and that's still a six inch difference. Of course, Oregon State going to be looking to take that. We've seen Von Olhoffen, of course. She's known for being able to drive straight to the rim, put up quick layups, and force mistakes out of their opponents. And I'm expecting a, a lot of points from the paint is going to be the Beavers' main strategy. I think that's going to be the big strategy there. And two, don't forget shooting behind the arc as well. I mean, 
Talia von Olhoffen can hit the three, and a lot of these players on this Oregon State roster can hit that three-pointer. So I would expect them to try to, you know, use that to their advantage. But I think with the size matchup, you're probably not going to be relied too much on that. You're, yeah, you're probably going to go more for in the paint. But if those opportunities present itself, I mean, the Beavers can knock down those shots. And we have seen average turnovers for Washington State is sitting at about 15.8. Meanwhile, the Beavers are at about 14.4. So if the Beavers are able to really force those turnovers, try and force more mistakes, and, you know, people say that basketball is a game of runs, being able to get on that scoring streak and really put up as much points as possible before your opponent can try and do the same thing, just trying to stack up early, add more and more. And I'm expecting that's what Beavers are going to try and do right from the first quarter. Yeah, I think that's what they're going to try to do. And these teams, like, looking at the stats here from field goal percentage, three-point shooting, free throw percentage, it's about a pretty pretty even matchup or as close to even as you can get. So I think it's going to come down to probably at the very end here who has the ball last and who can make less mistakes, uh, you know, throughout the game. And I think the interesting thing is going to be to see how the Beavers' offense really try and take down Washington State defense. Washington State has a very aggressive defense. They're averaging about 5.1 blocks per game and actually 8.3 steals per game. They really like to get in close with the basketball and try and take their their opponent's opportunities away as quickly as they can. I'm expecting we're going to see that a lot here. It will be interesting to see once again. I think we're going to see Mitrovic a lot trying to break down in the paint. Of course, Von Olhoff and going to be looking for those drives and really try minimize those steals, try and keep those mistakes to a minimum. And if they do that, I think they have a very good chance of winning this game. I I, I agree. I mean, I think that's what, what wins them this game here. And on top of that, um, I, I want to add that uh, previous performances have seen the Beavers come out to a fast start, and then right at the very end, they're not able to close that out. But I think it's a product of having such a young team and getting that experience can can help close that out. Um, I mean, on the road against a top 15 Arizona team, they had the lead early, but just Arizona was able to get on that run right at the very end there. So they can stack up to some really well, you know, well-coached teams and well-talented teams. It's just, I think, you know, getting that group to gel together right there at the very end uh, and see it through uh, to the finish line it will be very beneficial. Just keeping the foot on the gas, so to speak, right at the end. If they have that commanding lead, uh, I think it's also going to be part of it too for them to win this game. Yeah, I do believe almost half the Oregon State roster is freshmen. I believe it's five out of the 11 players are indeed freshmen. Uh, Martha Peach, Timmy Gardner, who we mentioned, Adley Blacklog, um, also Reagan Beers, of course, who, we, who we've mentioned, who are expecting to see quite a bit from tonight. And last but not least, Lily Hansford. I'm expecting all of them to try and come out. We've seen all these players kind of get some equal amount of time. Obviously, we see Von Olhoffen get a lot of minutes. We see Mitrovic also get a lot of minutes. I've, I'm expecting to see a pretty mixed, mixed roster come out. I'm expecting a lot of substitutions. I'm expecting the Beavers to really try and mix things up and try and throw off that defense of Washington State because that's where Washington State really thrives. They've been able to win so many games. They average about 72 points, which is still pretty solid, but their defense is really what kicks them into a high gear against a lot of teams. And speaking of substitutions uh, and, you know, players playing a lot of time and minutes, Reagan Beers, I expect her to – you know, be substituting quite early on in this game. Uh, when you have a three-time Pac-12 freshman of the year, you, you expect her to get in and, uh, into the game as soon as possible off the bench. So, I, I mean, 
Uh, she is coming in as a forward. Mitrovic is the starting forward for the Beavers, but we're expecting Reagan Beers to get a lot of time and, of course, try and ensue some chaos down in the key. That's where she's able to do a lot of work. She gets a lot of re offensive rebounds and is able to get back up so early and put up a lot more points. Exactly, and I mean, I think, she, like I said early on, like I think she's going to be a big part of this, along with Von Olhoffen, along with Mitrovic. I think she's going to be a vital part of uh, helping the Beavers secure a win, and just they're going to rely on her to score points down there in the paint, whether um, whether it's just you know, simple layups or you know just a, a simple outlet pass. You know, that's I think what's going to end up having to happen uh, for you know successful offense against the stingy Cougars defense. Yeah, but the Cougars' offense, not not one to shake off as well. Of course, Charlie, Charlize Ledger-Walker, one of the highest scorers for Washington State, averages about 21.5 points a game, shoots at 49% field goal percentage. That is a very, very good ratio. And then, of course, Bella Mercatete, she averages about 49% field goal as well. That's just because she's able to get up under the paint under the hoop and make a lot of plays happen. We're expecting her to do well from that center position for Washington State. We're expecting to see Reagan Beers do that for the Beavers. So I really think it might just be a battle of the paint tonight. I think that's what it's going to be, some good old you know, classic basketball there. Uh, I want to point out, too, compared to the projected starters, that Charlize Ledger-Walker is almost doubling the rest of her fellow teammates' average scoring, which... I mean, I've never, I mean, in my experience, like, I've never seen that before. So I think the offense, if you shut her down, if you're Scott Ruick, right, on the offensive end, make up, make everybody else try to beat you. That's essentially what I think the defensive game plan is for tonight, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if that's what they do here. I mean, Ledger Walker, she's she's got a lot of utility. She is just a 5'10 guard, not the tallest woman on the court, but she can move very, very quick, has a lot of explosive moves towards the net, and of course, always looking for those assists. I think she averages about 4.5 assists per game as well. So obviously, looking to help her teammates put up points as well. She's gonna be hard to shut down for the Beavers, but as you mentioned, I think if they're able to slow her down at least, at least start with that, they're gonna have a very good run this game. Oh yeah, I definitely agree uh, here. Uh, yeah. I mean, I have not much more to say other than uh, ready for some basketball. Yeah, we are about to get set with the starter introductions here in Gill Coliseum. We already know who it is but it's gonna be very interesting to see. I think this one is gonna be yeah, a battle down in the key and we're gonna see most likely a battle of the guards as well. Ledger Walker and Von Olhoffen most likely gonna be looking to face off as opposing guards and then Mitrovic and Beers most likely gonna be looking to go against Mercatete and I really think that's where this game is gonna come down to who can outpace who, who can find those quick accelerations and who can find those quick wins. Yeah, just finding those quick wins, finding those quick points, uh, you know, especially with two teams good playing defense. I think that's that's what you're going to have to do. Um, and um, that, uh, I mean, that, that's how you win games. It's just getting past those type of defenses. And we've seen, like I said, we've seen Scott Rooks' te teams do this before. But uh, just doing it on a consistent basis is going to be the challenge here. Yeah, and I believe 
We, we keep talking about how this is going to be most likely a close-range game. I mean, Washington State, they're shooting about 33% from the arc, so they're three-pointers. Beaver sitting at about better than Yeah, Beaver sitting at about a 29%. But either way, we're expecting both these teams to kind of go down low, look for those high-percentage shots, and I think whichever team can knock down more of those high-percentage shots, you know, those little five-footers right under the hoop, try and get those layups, put up offensive rebounds, whatever team can do that, I think they're going to take the lead. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think, you know, when you get those opportunities, it's just capitalizing on it. I mean, anybody, any coach can tell you, you know, when you see the opportunity, try to take it, knock it down, and move on to the next. That's, that's what you got to do. Yeah, and I think also, you know, we do hear defense wins championships, yeah. and I'm expecting a lot from those forwards to come out. Once again, we do have quite a bit of height on the court and we're going to see which teams can shut down which. We're expecting to see a lot of pressure coming out early from Washington State. They're going to be looking to shut down the Beavers' offense really, really quickly, and it'll be interesting to see how Oregon State chooses to combat that pressure. I think a lot of it will probably it will be dependent slightly on uh, how much Tamiya Gardner plays tonight because her presence... Uh, will likely play a big role in how uh, how this Washington State team adjusts to the Oregon State offense. And I expect some minutes here and there, you know, just to get, you know, legs back on their feet, you know, just trying to get back into that basketball rhythm. But um, of just, uh, you know, just trying to get to that and trying to adjust around that. So I think Tamia Gardner will play a little bit of a role in it, but not like a significant one as, you know, the rest of, the roster who's had that time of experience. Yeah, we, we talked about how this is a younger roster. Of course, Gardner being a freshman, going to be looking to get those minutes, just really build some time, build some more experience, especially against a team like Washington State, who you have to stay, you have to have good mental fortitude if you want to yeah. beat a team like this. We know they're going to have, as you mentioned, that stingy defense. They're going to be looking to stick around. They're going to be looking to get a lot of points right under the basket, and that can really you know take a toll on on your endurance, you know, with games that go these long, you're really trying to shut those down and you need to stay, you need to keep your head in it. And that's that's gotta be tougher for these younger players, but I'm expecting Ruick to have taught them well, taught them to stick in it, and we'll see how it goes for them. Oh yeah, uh, Co Coach can say it better than, better than I can, that everybody knows how to play every single position down, all five, you know, everybody's had experience being able to do it. So he, I, he trusts his players and, to go out there and execute when their name is called. And I, I expect him to feel the same way about Tamiya getting minutes here tonight. Yeah, we talked about how we're going to see, once again, a lot of substitutions most likely from the Beavers as we are getting all 10 players on the court to start off. We're expecting the, the tip to go the way of the Beavers, of course, with Mitrovic standing at six foot nine, going to be looking to win that quickly for the Beavers, and they're going to be looking to get the first offense possession of this game. Yeah, the size advantage plays that role there. I, that's, I expect the same thing here. Um, just underway here of getting close to tip off. Yeah, it looks like it is Mitrovic and Mercatete lining up for the tip. Ball is up. Mitrovic wins it straight back. Just Alexis Aaron. Is it back across? Man into her right. And it's immediate turnover and a foul. Looks like it will be called. It looked like it was on Ben Duyaney. Got a bit of a shove trying to force that turnover. The Cougars gonna get a free possession right back. Looking to take it down. A quick pull up to 
knocked away. Mitrovic tries to gather. It's kept in bounds, but it will head out. Ball back to the Cougars. We're already seeing quick offense trying to be moved by Washington State. It was Charlize Ledger-Walker tried to fire a quick two-point, and they will get the ball back on the sideline. I mean, just trying to get past that Oregon State defense. They're playing aggressive. They're playing close. You know, just try to get that early. Ledger-Walker dishes it back out. Tarwalek now gives it down to Mukawate. This one tipped away off the rim, picked up by the Beavers. It's Von Olhoffen who comes away with the rebound. She's going to take it down the court, signaling for some movement. Mitrovic sets a screen. Von Olhoffen shoots a quick field goal. It is going to bounce off the back iron, picked up by Mitrovic. She's trying to break three from the Cougars. She had three players surrounding, gets it out to Manin, back to Von Olhoffen at the top. Over to Aaron on the left side. She's going to take a drive. Tries to dish it back out. Shot clock winding down now at five seconds. Yaney takes a quick two. Will sink it. First point of the game goes to Oregon State. Great ball movement there by the Beavers. Even when the shot opportunity wasn't there, just getting it to the next open player, just key and critical in scoring those early points. And, of course, trying to keep things moving. It looks like Cougars are trying to do the same thing. A two-point attempt. It was Mercatete from down low. Wasn't quite able to put it up off the glass. Von Olhoffen once again taking it down the court. It's going to be Shalexis. Aaron takes a quick three. Nothing but net in response. We talked about a game of runs and a 5-0 run to start off the game for the Beavs. That's a great, great shot there by Shalexis Aaron. Hand in the face, just being able to sink that in. Just easy three-pointer right there. Yeah, Mariko Wate tried to take a quick two from the free throw line, wasn't able to put it away. Washington State not able to knock down any of their field goals thus far. Von Olhoffen looking to take a three for herself. This one off the front of the rim. It will be picked up by Mariko Tede for the Cougars. Trying to take it down the other way, trying to find their first points of the game. They give it over to Tara Wallach, and she will put a three right down and in in response. Wallach had nobody around her. Closest defender was Manon. Manon just wasn't able to get there in time to contest. And now we're going to see how the Beavers choose to respond. Bendu Yini, excuse me, Yaney, taking this one down, gives it over to Manon in the corner. Looking for Mitrovic down low. Trying to find her way in, gets stopped at the top of the key. Gives it back out to Aaron. Now back over to Yaney in the left side. The Beavers playing very methodical offense here, trying to find their way through. Yaney pulls up for a quick two. This one off the right side of the rim. And it looks like play was stopped. It looks like a foul was called as well. I believe that looked to be on Ula Motuga. And the ball will go back to the Beavers on the baseline. I mean, early on, I mean, so far as we take this little break here, um, you know, that, like, these points haven't come easy. Uh, it's a lot of outside shots and just being able to make those, make those when the opportunity presents itself. I mean, we talked about the tough defense that the Cougars present, and that's being showed early on here. Von Olhoffen, once again, stopping her dribble, fires it over to Yaney, back to Von Olhoffen at the top, once again running out of time on the shot clock. And it looks like play was stopped here. Looks like that was another foul there on the Cougars. It looks like it was called on Jessica Clark of Washington State. We're going to see if the Beavers can take advantage, of course. They could try and stack up these team fouls early, force the Cougars to give up some free throw opportunities. That's this what it's looking like here kind of early on with the quick succession of fouls. 
Mitrovic tries to set one off the glass, wasn't quite able to put it through. Of course, we're seeing that shot clock winding down very quickly here for the Beavers, not able to find a lot of opportunities. Now a quick toss out back to Clark for the Cougars, not able to put it through. Manning comes away with the rebound, trying to strike back quickly. Gives it back over to Aaron. She's going to take a deep three from the left side off the front of the rim, picked up by Manon. Manon working on both sides of, of, of offense and defense here in the rebound in game. And now Mitrovic pulls up for a long two, and this one's good. You don't usually see some distance on that shot from these tall players, but Mitrovic knocks that one down. Mitrovic, that's a little part of her game that's started to improve here uh, as she's gotten more time and experience. But, yeah, you're exactly right. Don't normally see that from your post player. And now we're seeing the Cougars trying to respond. Clark has it, gives it up, fires a shot. It's Tedder. This one picked up and away. Beavers are going to come away with the rebound once again. It was off the hand of Mitrovic, picked up by Manon. Now giving it back down to Yaney. She's trying to find her way through. Signals for some movement from Von Olhofen. Mitrovic sets a screen. We'll get this one right back to Yaney. She's trying to find a drive down the right side, stops the dribble, gives it over to Shalex there, and she's going to take a quick two from the top of the key. Nothing but net once again, 9-3 to three with 5.30 remaining in the first quarter. The Cougars looking to respond once again. Clark gives it up to Tedder. She's going to take a three. This one off the back of the rim, picked up by Shalex's Aaron. Manning going to take this one, hands it over to Bendu Yaney on Olhoff and to her left. Gives it off to her. Von Olhoffen stops the drive. She's trying to find her way through the right, but loses the ball. It was tipped away, looked like, by Joanna Tedder. We are going to see some substitutions in as Tara Wallach comes back in. Reagan Beers, the freshman, who we've been waiting to see getting her first minutes here. And the crowd is cheering here as Reagan Beers enters the game. The crowd is excited for her to get some minutes here early. We're also seeing A.J. Marat get her first time of the game. We're expecting Beers to make a quick influence. She's already looking to, for something down low. She likes his Aaron at the top, has a shot clock winding down, less than five seconds. Gives it over to Marat now to Bendu Yaney from the corner at the buzzer. It's good, Bendu Yaney. A great three from the corner. Great three by Yaney as the shot clock expired. I expect the Beavers are gonna pay, play a little more uh, up-tempo and not try to have that happen a whole lot. I mean, 12 to three here with the first quarter time expiring. It's gonna be a quick shot from Clark. She's gonna knock down the two, makes it 12 to five. But we're seeing the Beavers get on these runs and we're seeing them knock down some great shots. Well, I think a lot of it too is they've been so far out rebounding uh, <laughs> the Washington State team here, just being able to control the uh, inside and control the pain, force tough contested shots. Yeah, I believe they have a total of 10 rebounds compared to the Cougars three. And now we're seeing another quick drive come out from Washington State. Clark fakes the initial two, takes one from the free throw line. Reagan Beers comes away with the rebound for the Beavers. Looking to make another press downfield. And it was Grace Sarver tried to take the pass away. His ball pass midcourt was tapped away. But either way, there's going to be a timeout on the court. Current score 12 to 5. Oregon State leads with 3.49 left in the first quarter. This is KBVR Corvallis hosting Beaver Basketball. We'll be right back. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us. Being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. 
And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. Are you a member of a business or organization in the greater Corvallis area? Do you love listening to KBVR? KBVR-FM invites you to support our programming here at Orange Media Network. With your contribution, you can promote your establishment or next event to listeners throughout our community. For more information, call 541-737-6323 or go to orangemedianetwork.com. If you're struggling with academic success, Oregon State offers free academic coaching appointments for all OSU students. Unlike tutoring, academic coaching gives you the tools to better study and retain information in your classes. Success coaches will help you lock in your academic goals and develop strategies for you to achieve them. To make an appointment with an academic coach, email success at oregonstate.edu. That's success at oregonstate.edu. You aren't the only one struggling, and academic coaches are here to help. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR-FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. Welcome back to Gill Coliseum. If you can hear right now, the crowd is erupting in cheers as Timia Gardner takes the court, getting her first minutes. Yeah, crowd was excited. Hasn't Timia making her OSU debut tonight? Excited to see what she does here. Yeah, we're looking to see the Beavers put on even more pressure. Just a reminder, current score 12 to 5. We are seeing that shot clock winding now. Gardner looking to make a play up low, gets it batted away. Washington State. Looking for a rebuttal pass down low. It's going to be to Clark, quick laying off the glass. We've seen Clark doing a lot of work for Washington State as of late, currently leading with four points, getting two quick ones off the glass now. And it's going to be Von Olhoffen on the other side for the Beavers. Tries to toss this one out. It looked like it was off the leg of Charlize Ledger-Walker. It looks like ball will go back to the Beavers on the baseline. Of course, Von Olhoffen. Looking for a play in, Reagan Beers still on the court now with Timia Garner. That's a lot of height down low. Inbound pass will be to Reagan Beers. Back to Von Olhoffen. Trying to make some plays here. We'll give it over to AJ Marad. Down low to Reagan Beers. Gets swarmed. It is going to be to Ben Duyaney. Over to Von Olhoffen for the three off the front of the rim. It's going to be picked up on the rebound by Reagan Beers. AJ Marad gives it right back to her. Von Olhoffen at the top. Once again, Shot clock winding down. We're seeing the offense moving a little bit slower from the Beavers than we've seen before. Von Olhoven going to take another quick two. This one going to be picked up by Timmy Gardner. Tries to keep it inbound. She tosses it off the foot of Tara Wallach. 
a great play to keep possession with the Beavers. That's a great hustle play there by Tamiya Gardner, just grabbing down that rebound, just trying to keep the ball in possession, keep get something going here. Inbound pass straight to Tali Von Olhoff, and she shoots a deep three from the corner. It was off the back of the rim and away. Picked up by Washington State. Coming back down the court, gives it over to Wallach. Back over to Ledger Walker, her three off the front of the rim and away. Von Olhoffen comes away with the rebound. Once again, looking to slow things down, seeing some movement. Marat comes up to the top. She's going to find a drive, stops for a quick two, draws the foul, gets the and one. AJ Marat finding her first points with some style. Just fighting through that contact there, Brad. Just following through, up and over, and getting that ball into the basket. That's all that that was there. A chance to make it. A three-point conversion here. Of course, Beaver sitting at 14 now. Washington State at seven. The free throw was just off to the right. Rebound picked up by Clark of Washington State. Ledger Walker taking down the court over to Clark. Back up to Wallach. Trying to find a way through. She's going to drive. Looks for two. Will find it off the glass. We're seeing these quick drives here and there from the Cougars. That seems to be their main way of scoring right now. That's, well, and two, on top of that, that's their first points that have been successful inside inside the paint there. Um, at, and for that reason, you know, that's one of those things where it's like they're starting to get that game, part of their game going there. And it looks like we saw a little bit of contact down low. Ball did fall out of bounds. We'll go back to the Beavers. Von Olhoff and inbound it. Go straight to A.J. Marat. Now this one's going to be tapped away. Turnover ball back to Washington State. It will be Ledger Walker gives it over to Wallach. She's going to take a drive, stops it, leaves it for Clark. Clark's being swarmed, ball stripped away by the Beavers, and it looks like the officials are going to call that out of bounds off the Beavers. Ball goes back to Washington State. That those turnovers there are going to be crucial as as the Cougars here retain possession. I mean, you've seen a little early turnovers here. Let's just hope that's not a continuing trend here throughout this game. And we're seeing Ben Duyaney. Going to get some time to rest as Martha Peach finds her first time of the game. Inbound pass is going to go straight over to Grace Sarver. Gives it back up top to Alua Motoga. Going to be a shot from Ledger Walker. Nails the three once again. We knew Ledger Walker was going to be hard to stop for the Beavers, and she's proving that here. Ledger Walker doing it on all ends of the court there with rebounds, assists, and now getting her first points of the game. Three points here start. Marat tossing it down low to Reagan Beers. Puts it up high off the glass. Able to make it work. That's what we've seen a lot from Reagan Beers. Of course just being able to make those tough points work in the paint. She adds on a double. Washington State looking to come back. Clark hands it off. It will go over to Sarver. Back down. Looking for some time. Wallach running out of space. Gives it back to Alua Motoga. She's going to take a quick to a great right handed push. Makes it 16-14. The Cougars are clawing themselves back into this one. Cougars are making this back, and a lot of it has been those mistakes by the Oregon State offense, just trying to make it you know, the offense go as quickly as possible, and that's kind of been their weakness here so far in this first quarter. We have seen three quick turnovers from Oregon State. Haven't been able to capitalize on much on the offensive side. Of course, the largest lead was at nine, and now it's all the way down to two-point deficit. Von Olhoff, going to take a quick three. This one off the back iron, picked up by Clark. And at the buzzer, it's fired. It was just wide. That does signal the final seconds of the first quarter. 
Washington State trailing by two, 16-14. Beavers hold on to their lead. We'll take a quick break and re be right back with the second quarter. If you're a student, the textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu hsrc. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu hsrc. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. After a long day of work, I don't want elevator music. I want to hear something loud. Too slow. Nah, too soft. Now that's more like it. KBVR Rock Radio, 5 to 7 a.m., 3 to 5 p.m. Nobody rocks harder. Oh. Hey Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. Welcome back to Beaver Basketball on KBBR Corvallis. We are still here in Gill Coliseum, of course, getting ready for the second quarter to be underway. Current score is still Oregon State leading 16 to 14. We did see Oregon State have a very confident nine point lead in that first quarter, about halfway through, 445 remaining. But now Washington State have able, been able to bring themselves back and now they're back within two. Yeah, it's just been turnovers. That's been the story of why Washington State's been able to get back in this game. Three quick consecutive turnovers by the Beavers trying to force the offense, getting that you know those points quickly has been those mistakes there. So those early mistakes are costing the Beavers a chance to go come away with that lead and start to extend it uh, rather than be in such a tight game here to start the second. And we will see play continue here. Ball will start with Washington State. Currently doing some quick ball movement. A quick toss from Mercatete. And this one will be off the glass, finds the quick two and ties it up within the first 15 seconds. That's just going up and over there of a tall defender and Yelena Mitrovic right there. It's not much you can do in, in that situation. Now we're seeing the Beavers trying to get it right back. A quick three from Shalexis Aaron off the front of the rim, Oregon State Trying to find a lot of these quick threes. Washington State picking up the rebounds as well. Trying to capitalize now. Ball straight back. It will be Murakatete. Gives it out. Looking for a quick play is Kyra Gardner now. Back out to Tara Wallach. She's looking for a drive on the left side. Stops her dribble. Trying to find a way to the glass. She does. It falls in off the bank. And Washington State have found themselves a lead. 
it's been yeah, it's been those quick quick possessions by the Beavers just not going through the offense methodically, trying to force that open, and they're just trying to go a little too quick here, um, and that's how Washington has been able to get this lead. Yeah, we did see them have a lot of success while moving a little bit slower on the offense, trying to break down those opportunities like they have here. It will be Bendu Yaney pulls up for a three. This one off the front of the rim as well. Once again, just not being able to transition on those quick opportunities. Washington State looking to take advantage. Grace Sarver snaps a pass over to Kyra Gardner. She takes a three from the corner in and out. It will be picked up by Yelena Mitrovic on the rebound. Beavers still looking to find the equalizer here. Talia von Olhoff and she finds a drive. Three not being taken there by Ben Duyaney. She will take it up to the top of the key, looks for a drive, stops the dribble, trying to find a way out. Bounce pass over to von Olhoffen. Having a little bit of time, shot clock winding down already. Big pass over to Shalexis Aaron on the other side of the court. Takes a drive, loses the basketball, and it will go straight back to the Cougars. Another turnover. That looked like a pass inside there to Yelena Mitrovic as Washington capitalizes off of that turnover by the Beavers again. Yeah, Tara Wallach able to put in a quick layup off a of balance pass, 20 to 16 now, with just under eight minutes to go in the second quarter. Mitrovic has it at the top of the key, gives it back over to Yaney. Now over to Noelle Manon. She trying to make some work happen on the right side. Getting swarmed right now, and it looks like a foul is going to be called on Kyra Gardner. Once again, we talked about that really close defending, and there it was. Yeah, there it is. And, and two, I think if, you know, you're this Oregon State team, you got to calm down a little bit. You know, yes, stuff thing ha hasn't gone your way, but just as you're able to fight through that contact, you know, those opportunities of getting the points and scoring will present themselves to you. And we did see two substitutions in as well. Reagan Beers coming back in and Adley Blacklock getting her first minutes of the game. We'll see how this changes up the Beavers' offense as that is really what they need to improve right now. Ben Duyaney has a take, gives it back over to Shalexis Aaron, back over to Yaney, toss it down low to Reagan Beers. This is out to Noelle Man, and she takes a three at the shot clock timer and knocks it down. A big three for Manon. That big three brings this game back to within one. So just, yeah, that methodical offense is working here for the Beavers so far. Immediate three in response from Washington State. Grace Sarver took one from the top, lined it up, knocked it down 23 to 19 now. Four-point gap that Oregon State has to bring back. Looking to make a play once again. Ben Duyaney ties it down low to Reagan Beers. Wasn't able to put up the shot immediately. Now being swarmed by four Oregon, by four Washington State Cougars still able to put up the shot. That second effort there by Beers was just able to make that basket there. You see she loses that first possession, the first attempt, and just is able to get it on the second there for the score. Once again, Charlize Ledger-Walker trying to find some movement. Is Mercatide. Puts up a quick shot with her left hand, not able to fall in. It's Ben Duyaney who comes away with the rebound. And the Beavers storming down the court, and it looks like a charge did come through. It didn't look like Reagan Beers was quite looking where she was going while pursuing down the key. It looked like Bella Murakatete got knocked down. They're going to call it an offensive charge. I think that's the right call there. I mean, it's not quite as forceful, but it's, it's the right call there. Um, they're going to call it every time like that, so there's not much you can do. Yeah, they just showed the Good replay beers. on the screen. You can hear the crowd disagreeing, but call Will Stan Mercatete tries to put up a quick two for Washington State, not able to find it. And it looks like we are going to see a foul the other way. 
play is stopped. But either way, the Beavers back within two, now with possession as well. A chance to bring it back to a tie game here. Once again, going to be looking for that methodical play, just trying to play slowly. You've been seeing they've been hitting a lot of shots at that shot clock buzzer. And now we're seeing another substitution come through for Washington State. It looks like Ula Motoga is going to get some more time in place of Kyra Gardner. Once again, taking at point, Bendu Yaney trying to find a way through. She's going to drive to the right side, stops her dribble, running out of running out of opportunities. It will be off the hand of a Washington State player out of bounds. That's just ball security there. I mean, that's what we got there. At least for the Beavers, it's back in their possession. But ball security has been big here so far for the Beavers, just being susceptible to that Washington State defense. Yeah, ball back out. It will be Yaney. As at the top, shot clock wasn't reset. Five seconds on the shot clock. Yaney seems to just be winding it down. She's going to be looking to take a quick two off the screen. She does hit it once again. Another shot being hit at that shot clock timer. And this game is tied up there. I, I think this is what, if you're the Beavers, this is what you have to do when you get the ball uh, back in your possession. Just slow, methodical. Um, yeah, Ledger Walker earns two. Right back. You can make a grown man cry if you ever said goodbye. Never let you go. You can make a grown man cry if you ever left my side. Never let you go.
bodies Only yours, only yours, not just on your bodies And if you ever leave, then I'll never go Apologize for the technical difficulties. We are back. Play continues here in Gill Coliseum. Washington State still leads 25 to 23. Oregon State looking to bring it back, but it's looking like their offense is having a tougher time. Having a tough time there. I mean, that Washington defense has been stingy all this first half. They just got to get those opportunities down when they come 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 your way. I mean, that's essentially like what what you have to do if you're Scott Ruick and this Oregon State Beavers offense here. Yeah, we're just seeing the Cougars being slightly more efficient on the offensive and that is what has gained them this lead. We'll see if they continue Von Olhoff and trying to drive for the Beavers with the right hand off the glass, not quite able to find it. Ball will go back to Manon on the rebound. It will be Yaney to her left, toss it down low to Reagan Beers, tries another one off the glass, just too short, falls off the rim and away. Ledger Walker pressuring down court, will give it over to T Tara Wallach. Adds two more. Not much there. Good hustle there by Von Olhoff and just wasn't able to step in front of that passing lane. Now this one tossed back out to Von Olhoff and threatens a drive. Gives it back over to Gardner who's back on the court. This shot just off both ends of the rim. Falls out. Tried to find it from Rage. What Range wasn't able to. Ledger Walker once again pressuring. She takes a fadeaway to this one off the back iron. Picked right back up by Wallach. She goes straight back to the glass. Puts up another two, makes it 29 to 23. That's just a size mismatch right there. I mean, you have a going, you know, you have a uh, you have a Wallach there going over Noel Manning. I mean, the size difference is 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 you know quite noticeable there. So it's an easy point. And we'll see what the Beavers do in response. It's going to be Ben Duyaney takes a quick two. This one off the rim and away, and just not been able to knock down those field goals. And we're going to see a foul now on Noel, Noel Mannon. It looks like it was Joanna Tedder, Tedar, who was pressuring down the court. Mannon just kind of stepped in front of her. Foul is drawn, and it looks like a timeout is going to be called as well. Cougars have had a six-point run over the last two minutes and 10 seconds. Meanwhile, the Beavers 0 for 4. They've been on a two-and-a-half-minute scoring drought, have not been able to put up more points. But either way, timeout called by OSU. We're going to cut to a quick break. Washington State 29, Oregon State 23. We'll be right back. Interested in getting paid to create lifestyle journalism? Beaver's Digest is a student lifestyle magazine that elevates voices and shares stories about the events, businesses, and people that impact the OSU and Corvallis communities. To get involved, send us a message on our Instagram, at Beaver's Digest, or visit us on the fourth floor of the Student Experience Center on the Oregon State campus. If you're struggling with academic success, Oregon State offers free academic coaching appointments for all OSU students. Unlike tutoring, academic coaching gives you the tools to better study and retain information in your classes. Success coaches will help you lock in your academic goals and develop strategies for you to achieve them. To make an appointment with an academic coach, Email success at oregonstate.edu. That's success at oregonstate.edu. You aren't the only one struggling, and academic coaches are here to help. 
We are back underway here at Gill Coliseum. Oregon State tr still trying to bring back this game. A.J. Marat knocks down a quick two to bring the gap back within two, trying to cut things down. Washington State still been playing so threatening on the offense and defensive end. We've seen Ledger Walker putting up quite a few points for the Cougars as we expected. Ledger Walker now going to take a deep three off both ends of the rim. Rebound picked up by Gardner. Toss it away to Manon. Rushing down the court, Marat on the right side. Gives it back to Gardner. She's going to take a quick three. Puts it through. Timia Gardner making her debut with First some fire. Oregon State points in her career. Uh, can't ask for anything better if you're Timia Gardner making your debut tonight. I mean, a great three to cut back down on this lead. The Beavers back within one now. Looks like the Cougars are going to try to take a three of their own. It was Ledger Walker picked back up, fired right back over to Ledger Walker. She's going to take another three, this one in and out, not able to sink it. The Beavers have a chance to take a lead here. It looks like Yaney once again taking point, signaling for some movement between Gardner and Beers. Quick bounce pass to Reagan Beers. Top right side of the key, looking to get it down to Timmy Gardner. She's going to take a quick fade away. This one going to bounce off the rim and glass falls in. Gardner putting on a show. Gardner with a step around layup there for the two. Just easy points right there. Not much of the, that Washington State defender could do. I mean, we talked about how we were seeing a scoring drought from the Beavers. Now they're three for three on their last field goals. A 7-0 run in the last minute and a half. They continue to add on trying to put a stop to this offense very quickly. 30 to 29 now. Washington State going to be looking to bring it back very quickly. Some movement from Joanna Tedar. Not able to put away the two. Clark sending this one out. Thro throws it back and it's going to be picked up by Manning. Gives it over to Gardner. The Beavers come away with possession. A.J. Marat slowing things down. Letting the offense get back set. Great hustle play by Manning there. Manning will always go after those loose balls on the court. You know, just Always a great hustle play when you see that from your players. A.J. Marat takes a pass from Gardner. Will put away the two as well. Gardner picks up an assist. Now Marat, a great quick two, makes it a three-point gap. The Cougars need to put a stop to this as quickly as they can. The crowd are on their feet looking for more. And it looks like a foul is going to be called on Washington State as they try to work some more into the offense. It becomes a turnover. I mean, you hear a crowd get loud. That's That's got to be intimidating. That's very intimidating, especially in a place like Gill when the, when the crowd gets loud. You know that it's going to be tight, a tight contest down to the wire. I mean, the Beavers right now over the last two minutes here, 9-0 run, 4-4 four four on their last field goals. I mean, you can't ask for anything better if you're Scott Ruick heading into halftime. Now Lily Hansford joining the Beavers on the court, getting her first time of this game. It is going to be some quick movement. Gardner, she's going to take another three. This one off the front of the rim as the half hits. But a great first two quarters from both these teams at the half. Oregon State 32, Washington State 29. We were talking about how we needed to see the Beavers really start improving that offense, play a little slower, and they did exactly that. Oh, agreed, and I think if you're Coach Ruick, you kind of stick to that here coming back out in the second half, and uh, that's probably your offensive strategy, change some things around, but I'd say you stick with that going forward. 
Well, with the score being 32 to 29, Beaver is lead. We're going to cut to a quick break. We'll be back with a bit of a halftime breakdown and then the second half of this game between the Oregon State Beavers and the Washington State Cougars. You're listening to Beaver Basketball on KBVR Corvallis. We'll be right back. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Hi, I'm Naomi. I'm the editor-in-chief of Damn Chic Magazine. And I'm Shia, and I'm the assistant editor of Damn Chic Magazine. And we're back with OSU's Fashion Talk. Let's get into it. Well, first we have Sharon, striding to class in some classic gray sweatpants, wide frame glasses, and of course, a nice coffee. I love the look. Is that Eric? He's totally sporting basketball shorts and slides. That is Eric. Look at him go. What a classic and comfy pair. Whether you wear sweatpants or trousers to class, Damn Chic has a place for you. And if you want to stay up to date with all things style, follow us on your favorite social media, at Damn Chic Magazine. Stay chic. Hey, Beavers. Did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. KBVRFM would love to hear from you. Listeners can call into the station to request songs, ask what music is coming up, or just say hello. To call in, dial 541-737-3737. That's 541-737-3737. Hope to hear from you soon. The Really Really Free Market is a mutual aid community event that is putting a focus on decommodifying resources people need to survive. Clothing, food, hygiene products, and more are available. Find them at the SEC Plaza on the OSU campus Fridays from noon to 4 p.m. to donate or receive items. You do not need to donate to receive essential goods. To learn more, visit their Instagram at RRFM Corvallis. Calling all musicians. I repeat, calling all musicians. Are you a musician? Do you want your music played on KBVR's airwaves? Well, so do we. Our station is always looking for new ways to support artists. And what better way than letting our listeners hear your voice? Contact the KBVR music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to get your music on the radio. You rock, so let's let everybody know it. <sighs> hey, Beavers. Let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. 
Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. Caps wishes you a better sleep tonight. 欢迎来听 KBVR Corvallis 八十八点七音乐电台。你会不会对播放或者拍戏有兴趣？那就赶快来参观一下 OSU 的 Orange Media Network 或者 OMN。Oman 所在 SEC 的第四楼 ，SEC 的大楼就是在 OSU-MU 的旁边。如果你有兴趣播放自己喜欢听的音乐，或者你有兴趣拍电影方面的技能，那就记得来试一下 OSU 课外活动。If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks, or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis, or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu/hsrc. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu/hsrc. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Want to get involved in public service announcements here at KBVR? We want people like you to share your diverse voices and perspectives on the airwaves. Whether you have an event to promote, a message for the public, or just something to say, don't hesitate to get involved. Students at OSU can be involved in any stage of the process, from writing to voice acting. No prior experience is required. For more information on how to get involved, don't hesitate to email the productions director at fm.productions@oregonstate.edu. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or Hope Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the Hope website by searching Hope Benton County. Welcome back, everyone, to Beaver Basketball on KBVR Corvallis. We are here at Gill Coliseum during halftime between the Washington State Cougars and your Oregon State Beavers. Current score, of course, 32 to 29. The Beavers lead, and it was looking a little dangerous for them, Ryan, as of late coming into that second quarter. But they really brought it back. They really brought it back on a 7-0 run, helped, sparked by Tamia Gardner entering into the game. Uh, Gardner so far has accounted for five points uh, for the Beavers, but her presence being in the game has changed things for the Beavers a little bit. A little, I would say, a little X factor, you know, in changing sort of the way the offense is flowing here for Oregon State. Again, the other thing we did talk about during the pregame, we expected Oregon State to have a lot of substitutions, right? Yeah, they have put in every single player on their roster as of right now, even if it's just a couple of minutes. I think Martha, Martha Peach, is Martha Peach and Lily Hansford currently have the lowest amount of time with about a minute. But other、yeah. than that, every single player has gotten some time. And of course, 
Timia Gardner has been the one to watch knock down a quick field goal. And then, of course, the three where the crowd absolutely erupted. Of course, some great points being knocked down. Still a three-point gap, still very close. What do you think the Beavers are going to try and do now that we've seen a little bit what has worked, what has not in the first half? What do you think they're going to be trying to do here coming into this second half? Well, I think personally that try a lot of the mistakes that we saw early in that first half were attributed to the offense, or at least the Beavers trying to hurry up the offense against that stingy Washington State defense. And uh, as they went back to going more slow pace as they did early on, um, that brought them a lot of success, and I expect them to carry that over into the second half. But of course, you know when the game gets tight, you're gonna have to speed it up. There's no, there's no other way of you know uh, saying it. But I expect them to do that, and I expect them to keep dominating the post and inside there, especially on the defensive end. Uh, a lot of even though they, Washington State's been able to score in the paint, those points have not come easy. And that's a large part of Yelena Mitrovic's defense and Reagan Beers as well. So even even with those turnovers, Oregon State still playing solid defense nonetheless. Yeah, I'm expecting them to try and build that lead as early as they can because we've seen when they play slower, uh, when they play more methodical, when they really let that shot clock wind down, look for those opportunities and try and find as many as they can. They've been able to knock down those shots, but of course, as time progresses, as this game goes on, and if they are down, they're not going to be able to take that strategy into account. So I'm expecting them to try and knock down all their shots. I believe it will be really crucial for them to do that as they progress more and more but either way they've been knocking down some great shots of course Gardner's been to player watch uh, Ben Yaney is actually leading in points currently with seven Reagan beers of course she's currently leading in rebounds with eight already in the first half which is just an incredible statistic AJ Marat has done well finding two assists she's been looking to break apart that offense but so far we have seen the Beavers putting all in a lot of quick work, have been staying very resilient on both sides of the court, offense and defense, looking to break through more. Of course, on Washington State, we've also seen Tara Wallach being a big player to watch. She's six for six on her field goals with and with a three-pointer as well. So she is currently stacked up 13 points leading the Cougars. And do you think she's going to be a bigger role for Washington State as this game progresses? I think she's going to be that bigger role. I mean, Charlize Ledger-Walker, even though has been the leading scorer for Washington State, has been held to only five points here uh, in the first half of this game. But I want to point out that even though that Charlize only has five points here in this first half, She's been able to get things done on the rebound side, having two and four assists. So still playing a vital role in that offense. But I do think if Oregon State is going to play tight defense around Charlize Ledger-Walker, that Tyra Wallach is still going to continue to be Washington State's leading scorer. Yeah, I think Oregon State, they they obviously did a little bit of scouting because they looked at Charlize Ledger-Walker. She They knew she was going to be a threat. They've done very well containing her. She's currently sitting at five points, two for nine on the field goals, one of those, of course, being a three-pointer. But other than that, she hasn't been able to do a ton. She has been moving the basketball around well for the Cougars, currently sitting at four assists, being able to find those opportunities. But in the scoring aspect, they have been able to kind of quiet her down 
of course, if she's able to break through, that could be pretty threatening for yeah. the Beavers. As, as a reminder, she sits on average at about 21 to 22 points per game, and she's currently sitting at five. So we never know. We might we might just have a second-half player on our hands. Yeah, and that's, I think, you know, Coach Rook is probably telling his players here at halftime, don't let her get hot. That's 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 probably part of his message there in that in that second half. Um, but yeah, I mean, if if Charlize Ledger Walker gets on a run here, I think Cougars could easily pull away in the second half and put this game out of reach. Uh, but even then, with scoring, it's well pretty well distributed between both teams. Despite in the case of Washington State, Tara Walker leading, at, well, like leading everybody, you know in points but for the Oregon State it's pretty for the Beavers it's pretty uh it's pretty spread out I mean there's not one person that you know really leads above everybody else I mean Ben Duyaney was seven but it's pretty spread out nonetheless Talia Von Olehoffen has had a quiet night so far uh zero points 0 for 8 from the field 0 for 4 from 3 but does have three rebounds and two assists but yeah. I expect her in the second half to put it on yeah, either way, it's been a great game thus far. Once again, current score, Beavers 32, Washington State Cougars at 29. We are going to cut to a quick break. Once again, we'll be right back with the third quarter of play. You're listening to KBVR Corvallis hosting Beaver Basketball. We'll be right back. Hey, Beavers. Do you ever feel like not walking to class or work or anywhere on the Oregon State campus? The Beaver Bus is a free on-campus transportation service that runs Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and operates on several routes throughout the year. To find out more information, visit transportation.oregonstate.edu. That's transportation.oregonstate.edu. Happy riding! Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Welcome back to Beaver Basketball on KBBR Corvallis. We are here in the legendary Gill Coliseum getting ready to start the third quarter. My name is Brad Whitman. Alongside me is Ryan Harlan. We are getting set to play. Both of these teams looking excited to get back out onto the court. Once again, only three points separate these two teams. We've seen them trade leads back and forth blows. But I got to ask, Ryan, 
with all that we've seen so far, we've seen run after run from both sides. Who do you think is really going to take control in this second half? I think that it's probably going to be Oregon State here. They were showing some momentum here going into half, and I expect them to carry that over and play in this. But um, as we were saying during halftime, uh, even though Charlize Ledger-Walker, Washington State's leading scorer, has been held to a pretty quiet night here so far with five points, two for nine from the field, don't let them get hot, and I think that's what will, you know, what will be on the mindset of this Beavers team going forward. Otherwise, Washington State can easily pull away here in the second half. Yeah, and especially a big thing with momentum that we seem to have seen is this crowd in Corvallis seems to light up when the Beavers put on great plays. And we have seen that seem to shake the Cougars here and there. We did see a couple fouls come through because of the crowd getting so loud. But either way, we are going to see play continue here. Beavers will get the ball back on the sideline. It looks like we are going to see Talia Von Olhoffen inbounding it. Bendu Yaney going to take this one past half court to get us started. We are underway. The Beavers looking to put up some quick points early like we've seen. Ilan Dimitrovic down low, gives it out. Just Alexis there, and she takes a quick two off the front of the rim. It is going to be picked up by Ledger Walker. Tosses this one quickly down to Wallach. Now gives it over to Murakawate. Back over to Wallach in the paint, trying to do some work, running out of space. She's able to draw a foul. Tried to put that one up with her left hand and ended up falling after the shot. A foul will send the Cougars quickly to the line. They're going to be looking to pick up two. That's a that's a good foul there by Shalex Sarin. Just don't give points there inside uh, to to the B, to you know to the Cougars here. The first shot is up and good for Tara Wallach. Once again, the leading scorer for Washington State as of right now. She's put up 14 points. She's looking for 15 here. Second one is up and good. She's currently shooting 100%, Ryan, from all areas. She's six for six on field goals. Of course, one of those being a three-pointer and now two for two from the free throw line. She's putting in work for the Cougars. She's putting in work so far, but Brad, don't let that be an announcer's jinx next time she gets possession of the ball <laughs> and breaks that perfect six for six right now. Well, we have to see if that is what happens. Tali von Olhoffen drawing some defenders. Gets Alexis Aaron open, but this one, it looked like it was to the right of the basket. She was shooting from the right-hand corner, and it didn't look like she quite got it around the backboard. Crowd not liking that call. I'm not sure what they what they thought there, but uh, nevertheless, it is Washington State ball here. I believe the crowd thought it was a tipped ball off the replay, but it looks like the call will stand ball back to the Cougars. And it will be a quick two-point pickup for Bella Murakatete. Once again, working well from down low. She's currently sitting at four points. Ball straight back to Shalexis Aaron. Now to Bendu Yaney. Down low to Marat. Excuse me, to Manon. Now a quick two-point attempt is going to be blocked, and it is going to be called a foul. The Washington State Cougars coaches stand up, not agreeing with that call. It was a quick block, and it will send Bendu Yaney to the free throw line. I can see why that's that standard defense there here on the replay, but um, you know these these type of calls happen. There's not much you can do if you're the coaching staff. 
Yaney so far, been pretty efficient on her shooting, not able to sink the first free throw. Of course, she puts one away. She will tie it up 33 to 33. Still eight and a half minutes to play left here in the third quarter. Second free throw is up and good. Tie ball game once again. We're seeing some full court pressure coming out of the Beavers here early on in the half. They will be able to get it across now. Looking to pressure early. A quick pass back to Mercatete. Not able to put up the quick two. A struggle for the ball and it will head out of bounds off the hands of a Washington State player. I believe it was Joanna Tedar who tried to get a hold of it. Ball right back to Oregon State. Great also hustle play there by Manning. Just like I said earlier in the first half, we'll always go after those loose balls there anytime on the rebound opportunity. Great hustle. Von Olhoffen gives it back over to Yaney. Once again, we're seeing that slower, methodical play from her. Gives it back to Von Olhoffen. Mitrovic sets a screen. Von Olhoffen run out of space and time. Five seconds on the shot clock. Manning drives, toss it right back out to Yaney, who si tries to sink a three off both ends of the rim. Mitrovic tries to pull the ball away, but it will be Ledger Walker who comes away with it. Now she will find a drive with her right hand. Got a little bit shifty down low, put it off the glass, picked up another two. Play continues, of course. We're trying to see the Beavers answer back. 35-33, Von Olhoffen, she's gonna pull up, take a quick two. This one off the rim and away. Von Olhoffen still 0 for 9 from the field right now. And a quick hustle play coming out from the Cougars. A big pass down to Bella Mercatete. No one from the Beavers ready for it. Makes it 37-33. Quickly a four-point game. Just missed opportunities here by the Beavers. Just not being able to sink those shots. And like, like you said, Von Olhoffen 0 for 9. Just hasn't been able to able to find her first points of the game here, but still shooting nonetheless, which you like to see. Yeah, she's looking to pressure more stops at the top of the key. Once again, that shot clock winding down. Manning, a quick pass out. It will be Yaney. Pulls up for a quick two, bounces off the rim, and the glass will fall through. Brings it back to a two-point gap. The Cougars looking to respond immediately. A quick three-point opportunity sunk by jo Joanna Tedar immediately responds, makes it back to a quick five-point lead. The Cougars always seem to respond so quickly. And so far, the Cougars are three for three on their last field goal attempts here, so just been able to connect on shots here early in the third quarter. And like we mentioned, we were looking to see the Beavers really put up some points early and try and build their lead before it's too late. And we're starting to see that too late come through here. Manon. Running out of time, gives it over to Mitrovic, but gets fouled down low. It looks like it was either Ledger Walker or Joanna Tedar. I think it's going to be called on Tedder here. Yeah. Yeah, got a little bit too physical as we see a flurry of substitutions come through. We are seeing AJ Marat come back out, Reagan Beers, and Timia Gardner. We saw a lot of quick plays come out from them as well. And it looks like Beavers will get the ball back down at the baseline. Manon, it's inbound, causing some movement. It will be Marat, pulls up for a quick fadeaway too, off both ends of the rim, won't fall through. Now more pressure continues from Washington State. They're looking for more. That's gonna be Mercatete not able to put up the quick two, defended by Reagan Beer is such a hard defender to get past. Great inside presence there, down in the post, just an easy rebound there off of 
off of that miss. Another quick turnover from Oregon State. They were looking for a pass down low. A good out pass to Ledger Walker. Wasn't able to sink the three. A foul is going to be called. It looks like Joanna Tedar fell to the floor. It looks like the foul was called on Bendu Yaney. As we are going to see a rotation in Jessica Clark getting some more time. She had some very good early presence during the first quarter. She comes back in for Bella Murakatete. Ball being inbounded by Ledger Walker. A quick pass and it will be a turnover. Now a quick pass to Marat trying to find her way through. Draws the and one. AJ Marat is able to get in close from the left side, put it up off the glass. It falls through, draws the and one as well. A great conversion. Great conversion by Marat, fighting through the contact there and celebrating with their teammates, letting everybody know, you know, after that and one call. So see if she makes this opportunity here. The free throw she will does. be good as well. Makes it 40 to 38, brings it back to a one possession game. Washington State looking to capitalize immediately there on the full court pressure. And this one looks like it was stripped away and off the knee of Joanna Tedar. It was tapped out of her hands, kicked off her knee and out of bounds. Ball right back to Oregon State and they have a chance to tie it up here. Have a great chance here, just forcing Washington State to make those mistakes early, similar to what happened in the first half, just now they're turning the tables here. This ball will go back to Murad, getting swarmed, gives it over to Manin. Quick move back over to Yaney. Murat at the top of the arc now. This one passed down in the corner to Manin. Running out of time once again, and it looks like a violation was called. And it looks like it was being called a push on Jessica Clark down low. And with that, a timeout on the court. Washington State still leads 40 to 38. The Beavers clawing back either way. We'll be right back after this quick break. You're listening to Beaver Basketball on KVBR Courthouse. Is photography your passion or something that you like to do for fun? OMN is looking for photographers to help capture breaking news, cover sporting events, and tell the stories of the people here in the greater Corvallis community. Any photography skill level is accepted and welcomed. For more information on the photo team, visit orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. That's orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. Calling all musicians. I repeat, calling all musicians. Are you a musician? Do you want your music played on KBBR's airwaves? Well, so do we. Our station is always looking for new ways to support artists. And what better way than letting our listeners hear your voice? Contact the KBVR music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to get your music on the radio. You rock, so let's let everybody know it. If you're struggling with academic success, Oregon State offers free academic coaching appointments for all OSU students. Unlike tutoring, academic coaching gives you the tools to better study and retain information in your classes. Success coaches will help you lock in your academic goals and develop strategies for you to achieve them. To make an appointment with an academic coach, email success at oregonstate.edu. That's success at oregonstate.edu. You aren't the only one struggling, and academic coaches are After here a long day of work, I don't want elevator music. I want to hear something loud. Too slow. Nah, too soft. 
Now that's more like it. KBVR Rock Radio, 5 to 7 a.m., 3 to 5 p.m. Nobody rocks harder. Welcome back. We are here in Gill Coliseum as players are breaking from this timeout. Washington still leading 40 to 38. We've seen some good signs from Oregon State as of late. Do you think they're going to be able to break this lead down? I think they're able to as long as they play their style of game. I mean, right now, pretty much out leading Washington State in every single major category. Just But a lot of turnovers, though. That's the thing. Just got to limit them here. Yeah, and the Cougars have done a good job capitalizing on those turnovers, being able to put points up. Speaking of which, Oregon State going to be looking for some here as Reagan Beers gets the ball tapped away, and it will be another turnover. It was stripped away from Beers. Back to the Cougars. Now a quick drive from Ledger Walker. Wasn't able to put up the lay-in. Now Yaney rushing down court, and it looks like a foul is going to be called. I believe it was Joanna Tedder? Tedar? It yep. indeed was. It looks like she was trying to draw a charge. Ended up just standing in the way of Bendu Yaney. Officials caught it. And with that, Bendu Yaney will go to the line. Yaney goes to the line. Tedder with her second foul of the game here uh, and is subsequently substituted out. Yeah, with that, five team fouls from the Washington State side. 4.22 left in this third quarter. Yaney with the chance to equalize here. Needs to knock them down. I believe it is one for one. Takes her dribbles, puts the first one up. It is going to be off the back iron and away. My mistake, it is not one for one, but that one was off. Sells a chance to bring the Beavers back within one point. Of course, she is the current leader for Oregon State in points. Puts the second one up and in. Puts herself at 11. Four for eight on the field goals. And now we're seeing some more full court pressure from the Beavers trying to stop this possession down early ball. Tapped away by Marat. Wasn't able to gather it though. The Cougars maintain possession. Ledger Walker now with possession on the left side. Takes a screen from Clark trying to drive past Beers. Will get blocked away. Ball right back to Ledger Walker signaling for some movement from Clark. Gets it down low. Will put it up with the left hand off the front rim and away. Picked right back up by the Cougars. A quick drive from Ledger Walker straight to Clark. And that is why she is such a threat. That's exactly right. And with that score, Washington State ended their uh, scoring drought over just over two minutes. Yeah, quick bounce pass from Ledger Walker to Clark. And now another turnover from the Beavers. It was Bendu Yaney who is looking for a bounce pass, but she blocks it down on the other side. Tries to snap a pass over to Reagan Beers, but another turnover just sent it the way of the Cougars. And now another turnover back on the other side. We're seeing a flurry of bounce passes being intercepted by either team. Balls right back to Oregon State. Great defense by both teams. Not much you can say more than that. Just if you're Oregon State here, uh, and you're down, you don't. You want to limit those uh, as much as you can. Garner, she takes a three, not able to sink it off the right side of that rim and away. Washington State trying to build their lead here. Clark with possession, gives it over to Wallach. She takes a drive, stops at the top of the key, fires a short shot, and now it looks like a jump ball was going to be called. No, it's actually going to be a foul called on Aluya Mutuga, Motoga, excuse me for trying to take that one away 
from Manon, and she will head to the free throw line for a chance for two. And with that, we will see a substitution for Washington State. Bella Mercatete comes back in for Jessica Clark. We are gonna see if Manon can knock these down. First one up is good as well. Makes it 42 to 40. Back within a two now. Could give the Beavers a chance to take a solid lead if she puts up the second. Up and good, Noelle Manon knocks down her all three her attempts from the free throw line once again the full court pressure coming out from Oregon State Washington State able to break through get back on the offensive side Ledger Walker gives it back down movement Mercatete gives it back out a quick drive and stop back out to Wallach down down low to Mercatete, shot clock winding down. Beaver's defense holding on strong. Ledger Walker looking for a drive. Now she's looking for the opening. She puts it up with the right hand, not able to find it. Shot clock hits, and it will be a shot clock violation. You can hear the crowd's enthusiasm about that. Crowd's loving the defense of play here from the Beavers. Not much more you can say, just great discipline there by all five players here just to keep, keep everything right in front of them, not let let Washington State get anything easy. Two minutes to go here in the third quarter. Tima Gardner trying to find her way to the hoop. She does a quick step to the right and left. Puts it up and off the glass and the Beavers take a lead. Just the old shake and bake and under to get those two points there, making a one point game here. Washington State trying to get it back. Grace Sarver snaps it over to Ula Matuga. Now back to Bella Mercatade and not able to find the two points. Once again, Gil Coliseum loving that. Of course, the Cougars on a bit of a scoring drought here, over four in their last four attempts, one for nine of their last nine field goals. Trying to improve that ratio, Gardner. Quick pass over to Yaney. Now over to Mann, a dangerous pass across. Gardner pulls up for another three, this one off the front of the rim, and it was tapped off the hands of Reagan Beers, the crowd. Doesn't seem to be agreeing, but it will be ball right back to Washington State. Beavers not in a full court press here, which is a little interesting. It's been effective here so far, but it's the first sort of uh, time that we've, we haven't seen it uh, here in the second half. The crowd getting loud for the Beavers defense, trying to perhaps force a mistake. A quick field goal opportunity knocked down by Ula Motuga. We'll get two points back. Cougars regain the lead. Now with 50 seconds to go in the quarter, the Beavers looking to get it back before the fourth quarter starts. Yaney to Beers, down low to Gardner. She's gonna be looking to force her way to the hoop. She does do so. She hasn't been that effective from range as of late, but she is working the key. That's, if those opportunities are there, you go for them. That's just physical power there to get the layup out, up and under, and Tamiya now has nine points. Now. Tara Wallach, she's gonna take a quick two from within the key, she does sink it. Less than 20 seconds to go here in the third. Cougars still leading by one. And it looks like Oregon State looking to make this the final possession of the quarter. Bendu Yaney taking the time off the clock, looking to take the lane herself, can't quite do it, throws it up off the back iron, and time will expire. Third quarter comes to a close. A one-point game, Washington State 
leading 46 to 45. Either way, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with the fourth quarter. You're listening to Beaver Basketball on KVVR Corvallis. If you're struggling with academic success, Oregon State offers free academic coaching appointments for all OSU students. Unlike tutoring, academic coaching gives you the tools to better study and retain information in your classes. Success coaches will help you lock in your academic goals and develop strategies for you to achieve them. To make an appointment with an academic coach, email success at oregonstate.edu. That's success at oregonstate.edu. You aren't the only one struggling, and academic coaches are here to help. Hey, Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us. Being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. Interested in getting paid to create lifestyle journalism? Beaver's Digest is a student lifestyle magazine that elevates voices and shares stories about the events, businesses, and people that impact the OSU and Corvallis communities. To get involved, send us a message on our Instagram, at Beaver's Digest, or visit us on the fourth floor of the Student Experience Center on the Oregon State campus. Welcome back, everyone. We are getting ready to start the fourth and final quarter between the Washington State Cougars and the Oregon State Beavers. Of course, it's been a very, very close game all throughout, currently 46 to 45. Oregon State just trailing by one. They're trying everything they can to break down this lead, but the Cougars are holding on tight. Cougars are holding on tight. It's been a tight one here in the third quarter, just the tail of back and forth of momentum changes and shifts, and just multiple times this lead has changed, and I think coming into the fourth quarter here, it's gonna come down to who has the ball last and who can score last. Yeah, we've seen Ledger Walker. We were expecting her to put up a lot of points, but she's only put up seven, but she's got six rebounds and seven assists. She's been doing a lot of work. Speaking of, she gives the ball over to Murakatete. Now back to Ledger Walker, fakes the shot. She pulls up for two and it is good. Ledger Walker sinks another field goal. Makes it 48 to 45, just trying to stretch out this lead in the final quarter. Beavers gonna be looking to say something about it. Shalexis Aaron with possession now, looking for some movement, tosses it out to Reagan Beers. Looking for AJ Murat, no, back to Aaron. Man into her left, looking for opportunities. That shot clock already winding down, seven seconds to go. Man in looking for anywhere to go, gives it over to Yaney. She's gonna pull up for two at the top of the key, off the back of the rim, picked up by Ula Motuga. Washington State looking to hit 51st here. Quick pass back down to Mercatete, straight over to Grace Sarver. 
has a little bit of a lane, stops at the top of the key, gives it back over to Tara Wallach, once again, who's been the leading scorer for the Cougars thus far. To Sarver, back over to Wallach, now down to Mercatete, and she will sink the two. Cougars are at 50, the Beavers trail by five now. Just a quick run here from, from Washington State. Just Oregon State hasn't been able to answer here so far in the early stages of the fourth. Speaking of answering, a three-point opportunity for A.J. Marat, not able to knock it down. Ball will go straight back to the Cougars. Ledger Walker taking it down court, signaling for some movement. Gives it over to Sarver, right back to Ledger Walker. Bounce pass to Mercatete, signaling some movement. Ledger Walker looking for a drive. She pulls up, takes another quick two. This one skips off the rim and away, and it looks like this one was off the hands of Noel Mannon and out of bounds. The ball will go back to the Cougars down low. It looks like we are seeing some substitutions back in Yelena Mitrovic and Talia von Olhoff and two great presences to have on the court for Oregon State. We'll see if they're able to turn the tide here. Two minutes already gone in the fourth quarter. Washington State looking to add on another. Mercatete not able to put up the two. Ball will bounce out of bounds. Washington State still trying to pick up those quick points from around the key. Oregon State, meanwhile, trying to do anything they can to break through. We saw them doing work from down low, but we've also seen some three-point attempts as of late. Von Olhoffen back over to Manon. Trying to find a move for the right side, a quick drive. Looking for a pass back out, running out of space, gives it to Mitrovic. She's looking for some space. Right hand tried to get it off the rim, it falls out. Washington State looking to capitalize. This one gonna be batted away by Marat and out of bounds, but the ball will remain in the Cougars' possession. Great defense there by A.J. Marat, just able to get a hand in on it. Right, right, right call there. And it looks like we are going to see Johanna Tedar back in for the Cougars in place of Grace Sarver. Tedar has been doing some good work for the Cougars currently at six points, gotten a couple assists and rebounds. And she's gonna start off her entrance back with a quick two from the free throw line, gets it right back. 52 to 45 here, and the Cougars seem to be pulling away. And with that, Oregon State are gonna call a timeout. They noticed the momentum shifted. They got back possession either way. 52 to 45 here. Washington State has started to build a lead either way. We'll be right back after this timeout. Don't go anywhere. 欢迎来听KBVR口罩的巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴士巴
Do you ever feel like not walking to class or work or anywhere on the Oregon State campus? The Beaver Bus is a free on-campus transportation service that runs Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and operates on several routes throughout the year. To find out more information, visit transportation.oregonstate.edu. That's transportation.oregonstate.edu. Happy riding! The Really Really Free Market is a mutual aid community event that is putting a focus on decommodifying resources people need to survive. Clothing, food, hygiene products, and more are available. Find them at the SEC Plaza on the OSU campus Fridays from noon to 4 p.m. to donate or receive items. You do not need to donate to receive essential goods. To learn more, visit their Instagram at rrfmcorvallis. Welcome back. We are here with Beaver Basketball and KBVR Corvallis. Current score still 52 to 45. About to get more of the fourth quarter underway between the Washington State Cougars and the Oregon State Beavers. Of course, we've seen Washington State putting up a lot of points. We've seen almost all of their roster starting to put up more. Wallach, Ledger Walker, of course, Tedar and Murakatete have been all putting up quite a few points as of late. And they don't look like they're going to slow down, Ryan. No, they don't look like they're going to slow down. And partly that's due to... Uh, just the missed opportunities that or that the Beavers have had and just not being able to score points here. And we will see if they can put up two here. It was A.J. Marat on the attempt, tried to pull up for a quick two-pointer, wasn't able to sink it. Back to Ledger Walker, pass back down to Mercatete. She spins around, Reagan Beers puts it in off the glass, adds on more nine-point gap, replacing Washington State's largest lead. It was seven before now. Adding on to it, less than seven minutes to go here. A three-point attempt from Shalex's air, and this one skips off the rim and away. Washington State comes away with the rebound again. A quick drive coming through from Tedar. This one pops off the back of the rim. Reagan Beers trying to come away with the rebound, and it looks like it was Bella Murakatete who was able to throw that win one off the leg of A.J. Marat and keep the Cougars in possession. Beavers have been on a bit of a scoring drought here, just not been able to get anything going uh, here in the fourth quarter. It's been, I want to say, about four minutes or so of a scoring drought. Just if you're Scott Ruick, you're trying anything and everything here. This game is still within reach with six minutes, but you're trying, you're just trying to let this not slip away from you here in the final minutes. And it looks like one of the plays that Ruick's going to bring out is Timmy Gardner. She's going to replace A.J. Marat on the floor. Either way, Ledger Walker responds to that with a quick three, adds on another, makes it a huge gap here. Manon looking to respond for the Beavers, takes it down Von Olhoffen. Now at the top of the line, looking for a drive, almost swiped away, gets blocked by Tara Wallach. Shalex Aaron is able to come away with a bounce pass back to Manon. She drives, she finds a little bit of space, she works her way to the basket, picks up two more. Beavers still trailing by 10. And now it looks like Washington State, they're going to be looking for more as it looks like we're seeing some communication. It will be Ledger Walker taking things back up at point. Gives it down to Emma Nankervis, who's getting her first minutes of the game here in the fourth quarter. And now it looks like a foul is going to be called. I believe it was on Noel Manon. There was some contact there earlier where you saw Manon fall down uh, along with uh, Tara Wallach, but 
Um, not entirely sure if the ref saw that initial contact early, but did see that on the second attempt. Wallach gives it over to Ted R. Tries for three, not able to do it. Gardner comes away with the rebound. Von Olhoffen taking a pass half court back over to Gardner. Not able to find the drive. She loses possession. Ball will go back to the Cougars. A fake goes back up. It was Ted R who was able to secure those two points back to a 12-point gap. Washington State always just seems to be able to respond. They're doing it more and more here in the, the fourth corner. Reagan Beer's got a great pass down low, but it looks like a foul is going to be called on M Emma Nankervis on Washington State. That being said, 5.06 left here in the fourth and final quarter. The Beavers looking for any opportunity they can. They really need to fight their way back into this game, and they need to do it now. Reagan Beers trying to set a screen for Von Olhoff, and she finds her way to the net and puts up her first points of the game. That's what you like to see from your star player right there, still shooting the ball even when, you know, those shots aren't falling. You know, one of those is bound to eventually hit. And it looks like a quick two going to be pulled up by Ted R. She sinks more. That's her 12th point of the game. She's been working very well for Washington State as of late, immediately responding to that drive from Von Olhoff. And once again, has possession over to Gardner. Down low to Reagan Beers, looking for an opportunity squaring off against Nankervitz. And it looks like a foul is going to be called on Nankervitz once again. And it looks like that will be a timeout on the floor. Either way, four minutes, 25 seconds to go. Washington State now lead 61 to 49. That being said, we'll be right back after this quick timeout. Don't go anywhere. Calling all musicians. I repeat, calling all musicians. Are you a musician? Do you want your music played on KBVR's airwaves? Well, so do we. Our station is always looking for new ways to support artists, and what better way than letting our listeners hear your voice? Contact the KBVR Music Director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to get your music on the radio. You rock, so let's let everybody know it. Everyone deserves a home, so what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home, Opportunity, Planning, and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. Are you a member of a business or organization in the greater Corvallis area? Do you love listening to KBVR? KBVR-FM invites you to support our programming here at Orange Media Network. With your contribution, you can promote your establishment or next event to listeners throughout our community. For more information, call 541-737-6323 or go to orangemedianetwork.com. <sighs> hey Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. 
Welcome back, everyone. Play continues here at Gill Coliseum. Oregon State still trailing Washington State by 12 points. Looking to bring it back. Reagan Beers is going to get two shots from the free throw line to try and do so. First one up and good. Oregon State hits 50, trying to bring themselves back within as close as they can. Only four and a half minutes to go in the game, trying to find anything they can. And it looks like some communication between officials. Something is going on here from, from the Washington State side. I don't know what it is, but didn't like something. Well, either way, Reagan Beers does knock down the second free throw, makes it 61 to 51. Beavers still down by 10. Full court pressing Washington State now. It doesn't seem to matter. They find an opening. Now setting back up on offense, Ledger Walker seems to be somewhat running out this clock, taking those dribbles. And now a quick pass over. It's going to be a shot attempt for three for Tedar. Wasn't able to knock it down. The Beavers looking to transition back onto offense as quickly as they can. Noel Manon taking it down the court. Von Olhoffen rotating to her left. Manon drives down looking for some space now. Reagan Beers. Looking to get involved in the play, Von Olhoffen receives the pass, takes a deep three. This one bounces off the front of the rim and the back won't fall in. Rebound picked up by Murakatete for Washington State. Now a big pass down court. Ledger Walker takes a three. This one skips off the front of the rim, falls away. Manning comes away with the rebound once again. Oregon State running out of time to bring this game back. Noel Manning passed over to Shalexis Aaron. Back over to Von Olhoffen. Now over to Manon in the corner. Not opting to take the three. Trying to rotate around to the front of the arc. Aaron looking for her way through. Shot clock winding down. Only five seconds. Von Olhoffen low pass to Reagan Beer. She's not able to get up for a shot. Toss it back out. Shot clock will hit zero before a shot goes up. Shot clock violation. Ball will go right back to Washington State. Oregon State, I think, needs to get away from the slow, methodical um, offense here. You're running out of time here in the fourth quarter, and you just got to get get the ball rolling, get up tempo here, try to get something going here in the final minutes, down 10. Yeah, it was doing really well for them early on, but we talked about it as we came into the second half, saying how they needed to build up a lead early so they didn't have to force themselves to play quicker. But here we are now down by 10 almost 12 it is going to be ledger walkers able to come away with her own rebound gives it back over to motoga now down low to mercatete rotates around tries to put up two shalexis aaron comes away with a rebound gives it back over to manon 220 left on the clock here in the fourth quarter the crowd getting loud and it looks like a timeout is going to be called by Oregon State, of course, the offense just doesn't seem to know quite what to do. They've been on a scoring drought for the last two minutes, not able to put up any points either way. A timeout is called. We are going to head to a quick break, but don't go anywhere. We are KBVR Corvallis hosting Beaver Basketball. We'll be right back. Interested in getting paid to create lifestyle journalism? Beaver's Digest is a student lifestyle magazine that elevates voices and shares stories about the events, businesses, and people that impact the OSU and Corvallis communities. To get involved, send us a message on our Instagram, at Beaver's Digest, or visit us on the fourth floor of the Student Experience Center on the Oregon State campus.
here at Gill Coliseum. Once again, Oregon State still trailing by 10. We're gonna make quick work here, of course. We do see Yaney back in, trying to make a play. A great pass over to Aaron. This one gonna skip off the front of the rim and the backboard, but Washington State will come away with the rebound, and they are moving very, very slowly. We're not seeing a full core press from the Beavers, and it looks like Charlize Ledger-Walker taking as much time as she can, winding this clock down. Now quick move back over to Ledger-Walker. Looking for someone open down low to Mercatete. Looking for a rotation. She's able to find the glass. It falls out off the hand of a Cougar player, and it looks like it was Tara Wallach who did step out of bounds. Ball will go back to the Beavers, but with 138, 10-point gap, do you think there's a chance here, Ryan? I mean, there's always a chance in sports, but with the way that shots have been falling for the Oregon State Beavers here, I don't think that there is a chance that they can come back in this unless they start hitting things right now. And we are going to see an attempt here from Ben Duyaney, not able to do so. It is going to be Beers who comes back with the rebound. Will put up two, ends the three-minute scoring drought. The Beavers still one for five on their last field goal attempts. The Cougars still just looking to stall out time, keeping the ball well beyond the arc. We pass the one minute mark left here in the fourth quarter. Mercatete gets it down low to Wallach. We're just seeing some ball motion. Of course, the Cougars just trying to waste this clock. Ball goes up and it looks like it was off the hand of, I believe that was Shalexis Aaron who ended up tapping that one out of bounds. And it looks like the Cougars are gonna maintain possession 49 seconds. If you're the Cougars here, I mean, just inbound it, try to draw even more time off or just get a shot off at this point. There's not a lot that you can do here with the shot clock winding down. And it will be Ledger Walker shifted to the left of the basket just to get an angle from the right side of the hoop and able to sink a great two. Brings it back to a 10-point gap. Von Olhoffen takes a very deep three. It bounced off the back iron. I did not like that shot selection there from Von Olhoffen. It does look like Oregon State's getting a little bit desperate here. Von Olhoffen will foul. Either way, 32 seconds to go. Still a 10-point gap. Of course, we've seen Talia Von Olhoffen currently shooting one for 13 in her field goals. Only been able to put up two points this game thus far, of course. Ben Duyini, or excuse me, Yaney, still leading for the Beavers. Meanwhile, Washington State, they haven't been putting up a ton of points as well. They're actually one for seven in their last seven attempts on field goals. But with the lead they were able to gather, it doesn't seem to matter. As it looks like we did see a foul come out from Noel Manning. And with 30 seconds to go, Washington State are just trying to wind down this clock as long as they can. Holding on to a 10-point lead, there's not much you can do, except for that turnover right there from the Cougars. We do see Yaney secure this one, looking for an opportunity. Manon trying to head to the basket quickly. Of course, once again, running out of time. The crowd seemed to take it. Von Olhoffen takes another deep three. This one is good. She sinks it, and a timeout will be called. Big three there from Von Olhoffen, and, and they may have brought Oregon State within striking distance. May have there. Von Olhoffen is one for seven on our last three-point attempts here. He's able to make that one and see if that if 
coach during this timeout can draw up something to bring it the score even closer. I mean, we're going to see what Ruick can bring out. Of course, only 13.5 seconds left in this fourth and final quarter. Washington State just looking to hold on tight like they've been doing. As I mentioned, they haven't been hitting a ton of shots as of late, but they've just been able to hold this lead tight enough. They've really been suppressing the Beavers' offense as well, trying to slow them down, of course. We've seen them kind of push all the shooters to the outside, trying to force them to take those threes. I believe we've seen 23 three-point attempts from the Beavers, only have been able to put away five of those. Of course, that being a 22% shooting average, they're not having a lot of great success from distance, and the Cougars know it. Oh, yeah, no, the Cougars definitely know it, and I think they're just going to stick with it here to just draw it out on this final possession, what looks to be this likely final possession here for the Beavers. Uh, I mean, if you're, you know, if you're watching the state, I mean, you've done your job. You slowed down Oregon State's best leading scorer here in Toledo Von Olhaven having an off night, two for 14 from the field, five points, one for seven for three, just not a normal night here for Von Olhaven and, and the Oregon State Beavers. Yeah, we've seen Regan Beers as well, a player we talked about a lot during the pregame. She's put up eight points. She does have 12 rebounds, the most of anyone on the court right now, but unfortunately just haven't been able to put up a lot of points. And that being said, it looks like Washington State took a timeout exactly after Oregon State did. So we are going to cut to a quick break, but we'll be – actually, excuse me, it looks like it does continue on. But either way, a seven-point gap. 63 to 56 here as it looks like we are going to see the final plays of the game. Washington State, of course, just looking to do everything they can to hold on, and the Beavers are going to be desperate for a couple quick shots. Looks like it will be inbounded by Alua Motoa, and it looks like Manon will be able to gather, but she steps out of bounds. It was a free hoop. No one was there. Manon forced the turnover, tried to get the steal. Just keeping that keeping that foot in there, but just great effort there by Manon. Just try to keep that ball in. Um, not much more you can say on that, uh, on that effort play. Washington State, once again, just trying to hold on to it. And it looks like, of course, another foul will come out. Oregon State just trying to stall and force as many opportunities as they can to try and force a turnover. But in terms of turnovers, Oregon State, they have 13. Meanwhile, Washington State only has six. So cutting that number in half from the opposing side, Washington State holding on to it now. It is lost but picked right back up. Now tossed way down court, and it looks like they are just going to play out the rest of the timer. Washington State come out victorious 63 to 56 a great game all throughout we saw of course leads being traded back and forth you can't ask for much more than that no you can't ask much more than that both teams played with heart with effort through the entire game uh, just great defense all around by both teams it's really the story of this game and what ended up being the costly mistake for the Beavers was just a high amount of turnovers and that's what ultimately sealed the victory for the Washington State Cougars. That being said, a great night for basketball. Regardless, final score, Washington State Cougars 63, Oregon State Beavers 56. 
I'm Brad Whitman. Alongside me as well, Ryan Harlan. You've been listening to Beaver Basketball on KBBR Corvallis. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Hi, I'm Naomi. I'm the editor-in-chief of Damn Chic Magazine. And I'm Shia, and I'm the assistant editor of Damn Chic Magazine. And we're back with OSU's Fashion Talk. Let's get into it. Well, first we have Sharon, striding to class in some classic gray sweatpants, wide frame glasses, and of course, an iced coffee. I love the look. Is that Eric? He's totally sporting basketball shorts and slides. That is Eric. Look at him go. What a classic and comfy pair. Whether you wear sweatpants or trousers to class, Damn Damn Chic Chic has has a place place for you. you. And if you want to stay up to date with all things style, follow us on your favorite social media at Damn Chic Magazine. Stay chic. And welcome back. You're listening to Beaver Basketball on KBBR Corvallis. A quick post-game recap between the Oregon State Beavers and the Washington State Cougars. We were talking about it a little bit, Ryan. Of course, we know the potential of both these teams. Of course, Washington State come out victorious, 63-56. to But the main thing we were talking about was the turnovers. Yeah, the turnovers. I mean, as a team, Beavers had 13 turnovers compared to Washington State's six. I mean, almost nearly double the amount of turnovers in you saw a lot of that early on in the game, uh, and that carried over into the second half, and just Washington State was able to capitalize off it, even with the six turnovers, mind you. You know, Oregon State just wasn't able to get that going, and uh, it was pretty noticeable there, start of the third quarter, just not being able to knock down those shots, and ultimately that's kind of what did them in, and you know, having to play catch up there right at the very end. Yeah, I think that third quarter was such a huge transition time for both these teams on the court. It looked like as we went into halftime, the Oregon State Beavers, they were going to come out with with possession. They were going to come out with aggression. It looked like they had the momentum coming out of halftime, but unfortunately they weren't able to really do much. And I believe Washington State immediately put up like a 7-0 run as the quarter began, and they were really just able to keep that going, of course, outscoring OSU by four in the third quarter and then of course outscoring them in the final quarter by eight. It was close all throughout but Washington State just able to hold on to it. Yeah just able to hold on, able to pull away and capitalize off the opportunities when they got the chance. I mean you know when you hold when you're Washington State and you hold a star player for the Beavers to leave on Olhoffen to an off night of 2 of 14 shooting uh, and one for seven from three. I mean, that's pretty. That's a pretty successful win right there. If you, you know, and uh, I, I can't say much more about that other than that. Just playing stifling defense, and right at the very end, Washington State having three scores in double-digit figures with 17, 14, and 12 points. And oh, sorry, excuse me, four went with 10. <laughs> so just spreading the ball there, just getting that on that run right at the very end um, was key for the success for the Beavers. Yeah, and Tara, Tara Wallach was one of the players to watch for Washington State. She averages around 10 points. She came out with 17. She went 7 for 9, 1 for 1 from range for the three-pointer, 2 for 2 on the field goals. She did extremely well. Of course, we saw 
Charlize Ledger-Walker. We've talked about how she didn't start off with a lot of points. I believe she only had five going into the half. And then we mentioned she might be a second-half player. Yeah. She puts up nine, totals out at 14. Had a great run, of course. Put up the most field goal attempts for any player I wanted to say. She had 19 attempts, knocked down six of them, two of which were three-pointers, and were just able to gather that lead. Oh, yeah, exactly. And, I mean, it's – it's if you're uh, – if you're Coach Ruick, you call that successful. I mean, just from this game alone, it's what about like less than 50% or at least 40% shooting. So if you're, I mean, there's no such thing as moral victories in, in any sport, but you know, you would call that successful as part of your game plan going into this, that this was something that did work, but the turnovers is what cost you. And we did also see quite a few it felt like desperate three-point attempts coming out from the Beavers. They totaled out with 23 attempts, only knocking down five of those. We saw a couple late from Talia von Olhoffen just trying to throw the ball up, see where yeah. it lands, and they weren't able to find enough points that way. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of some of the shot selections. It's very much, like you said, very much a desperation. It's not very a high-percentage look. Uh, kind of shows that like right at the very end like for the opposing team it just shows you're just trying to get something going i understand the effort and i always appreciate that effort but it was very much desperation just not very high percentage looks that you were getting out there yeah either way it was a great night of basketball here Indeed. at gill coliseum here in corvallis oregon once again final score washington state 63 oregon state 56 you've been listening to Beaver Basketball on KBVR Corvallis. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.